Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. chance to walk out that door right now. <laughs> That's a good one, Todd. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Because in this silver slice I have in here are 1,984 ounces of beer. Golden, delicious beer. And no one leaves here until we finish every single last drop. And we are not live sorry not live yet almost there we're almost there we're working hard over here sweet this is pre-recorded today's date is january 9th the year is 2021 the time the time is 7 38 p.m and it's time to have a party this is my first episode back the new year, the new year is upon us. I am excited for this year. I don't care what we hear. I'm going to keep keep pushing forward and have faith and have faith in humanity. And that's what this podcast is about. Meet new people, get to know people, getting to hear their sides and their tale of the tape, their perspective of life. It's been a couple weeks. I did actually try to do a podcast. Let me hold on, folks. Let me turn this music down. <laughs> there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again. This is the Raider and the Saint podcast. I am your host, Steven. It is a beautiful night. I'm back at the studio. It's a new year. It's a new me, new you, however you want to look at it. It's a clean slate, even though we could do it anytime we want in life. Hey, how about we just all do it together? The last podcast I had, I had to do VI Zoom, Skype? Zoom. We did Zoom. Yep. The quality didn't come out as good as I wanted it to. And it, about, I mean, what I want for this podcast is I don't want quantity. I want quality. And... I work hard to try to get that to you guys, and I appreciate all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to hear my podcast. We are growing. We are growing fast. We got ideas, and I'm talking very fast because I'm excited to have this person here today. So I'm going to bring him in. Mr. Porno. Porno, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Sir, how are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good. Magic, <laughs> thank you for having me. It's actually uh, wonderful to be back in uh the dystopia of Orange County. <laughs> it's uh, been a while since I've been down here, but um, yeah, no, feels good. Feels good to be out of the desert for. When's the last time you've been uh, down here? 
I lived um, I lived out here back in uh, 2012. Yeah, 2012, and then got out around 2013, I believe, something like that. Yeah, but feels like eons ago these days. I mean, because now that I come down here, and it's just damn road, this road construction where I wish it you know where I wish it was before, and then there's a lot you know of course a lot more people, but. No, it's good, man. Just uh, good to be out of the desert. You know, really good to be here because, yeah, like, like you said, the last, you know, the last episode, it sounded good for my end. Mm -hmm. But as we all know, I mean, because, you know, since I do podcasting too, mm -hmm. you know, as we know, it's like, uh, even though it sounds good on my end, it may not sound good on the other. So, but like you said, you know, just the, if you want quality, it's better to be just face to face. I mean, I see a lot. I mean, uh, it's, it's about, I don't know, when you hear a, a professional show. And it's so clear and crisp. Mm -hmm. Even when you're driving in the car and you listen to a, a radio station with, that's all about talk. And you hear the quality. And then you hear the podcast and you, you hear the quality. And I've grown. I mean, it's just a, an ear I've learned to develop as being a podcaster. And I, I listen to it. I, I believe when we talk and the, the format is good. And when I listen back, I'm like, I could, because the problem I have is a lot of drivers would come up to me, right? When I first started podcasting, mm. when I downloaded into the internet, when I download the final edit, yeah. and I, there's, when I record, I record in stereo. And so if I go back and listen to the podcast, mm. what I like about it is I'll hear you in one ear and I'll hear my, I hear myself in the other ear. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is when I, when I edit, I'll take one earbud off. If I don't want to hear me, if I sound good, okay, I'm going to leave him alone. And I want to hear you, mm -hmm. you know, when it, and so when I was downloading, there was a button you push mono. Mono brings both voices into both ears. Yeah. And so for a while, I was doing it in the stereo. Mm -hmm. So fools are like, I can hear you, dog, but I can't hear the other guy. And, I was like, <laughs> and then he puts it in the other ear, and he goes, oh, you're one ear and the other, because as drivers, we, we only use yeah, one earpiece. Yeah, we're only using one ear, one earpiece, yep. So I learned that problem. I got I fixed that quick. And then it became, hey, man, I can barely hear you. Because I would be driving in my car, personal car, and turn the volume up. Mm -hmm. And my buddy who I shared a studio with, shout out to Frank, he told me, he goes, if you could listen to your car and it sounds good, then it's good for the headphones. It's the, you see, <laughs> and that's what uh, – And that's what I worked on for a bit. But when I would listen to my own podcast, mm -hmm. I started listening with my old helper last year. And I would hear it on the earbuds. And then I'll play it on the radio and I want to see and I compare it to other podcasts to see how loud they are. And then I found out, like even right now, we're recording the low volume. I turn up the temp not the temple, but I turn up the max. Oh yeah. Can you tell the difference. You tell the difference sure. now? Yep. See, I always forget that. That's another one. But I can always change it back when I go to edit. Oh yeah. That's the same thing. Um uh I mean just you know, me being a musician uh, in Fatal Prophecy and all that and singing. It's a uh, it it's pretty much similar, but the one thing that we always do is the final test, and that's always okay. Put it on your car because if it sounds good in the car, then then you know, you got what you got. That's the finished piece. Yeah, you know, you know th turn up real fucking loud and just see how it feels. You know, but even you know, even if, as you're saying, it's very similar in the musician world. You know, where you can do a basic recording. You know, in a garage, mm. but if that shit is not padded down properly, mm -hmm. then you're not going to get the best quality. I mean, you'll hear the music great, but it's not going to be the best thing you want. I mean, you can do everything, whether it be on a reel to reel, if you want to go very old school or, or a four track recorder, if you're starting out, you know, but then you go into a studio, 
you know, you're in a completely new atmosphere where it's just like, whoa, wait, I can hear everything. Wait, I made a mistake right there. Oh shit. You know, and then, yeah, yeah. then you can tell the editing where that comes in. It's like, oh wait, I could take this out. I, t- I could take that out. Like, Hey, that helps that, that helps now because a long time ago we would just be like, all right, well, here, do the recording. That sounds good. Yeah, let's keep that. And then you do the same thing in the studio. It's like, oh, dude, we done fucked up. <laughs> I, I was wondering why you said you use Anchor, right? Yeah. And when you first posted like the news, mm-hmm. does Anchor get, provide you that? Or is that a, a something you can bring from? I literally, I mean, dude, seriously, like I am because, I mean, I've only yeah, been Yeah, where'd doing, you get um, that from? That's weird. I've only been doing podcasts for uh, since um, late September. And, you know, because I'm, I'm a big... I'm a big history person. I've I've always been into politics, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I decided, you know, and especially in this day and this day and age and the era that we're in, you know, I just I had to just put my voice out there, you know. And you I, got a good voice, you know yeah, that, right? I try, you know. Thank you, you know. But yeah, but what I did was, um, I just, you know, just being a punk rocker, you know, for fucking half my life, pretty much. I just do everything DIY. So what I would do is I'll find clips and I'll. Um, I'll get my uh, my Bluetooth speaker and I will literally just put it next to the microphone because I don't you know I'm still building up money so I can get better equipment all because I mean your setup is what I'm going for mm-hmm. you know so I mean I got just a regular you know standard computer that works just fine mm-hmm. and then I have my microphone that connects into the computer mm-hmm. but I can't get clips and put it onto it yet because Anchor doesn't provide that but mm-hmm. it does provide you with um with music, but the music, I can't take clips from it. It just plays all the way out. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do a music station. I want to do political talk radio mm-hmm. or podcast. And so, yeah, I, I mean, for what I have right now, I just make it work. I mean, that's just how it was for me mm-hmm. when I was starting off in bands. Like, well, until I can get there, I have to make it work. You know, so I would just put the speaker up to the microphone. And for the most part, it works, you know. And plus, I just like that. Um, I like oh, okay. that DIY. I do like that DIY sound where it's like, okay, you can tell. I may not have a lot to work with here, but best believe I'm going to get the message out the best I possibly can, mm-hmm. you know, because it's better to do that than to not do anything at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your podcast, Eat the Rich. Yeah. So it's Eat the Rich hosted by RJ Ryan. And uh, that's for those who are looking it up because I just I just found out that uh, there's two other podcasts that are called Eat the Rich. And I didn't see I haven't seen anything about copyrights or anything like that. So I'm going with my podcast for as long as I can until Someone Why don't t- you get a cover? Why don't you buy the the name? Uh, that's what I'm looking into right now. Yeah, that's uh, currently. What, but uh, also, it's just uh, you know, like I said, I just barely found out who these people are, so I'm trying to get in contact with them just to see, like, okay, well, I don't want to intrude or try to like, mm-hmm. you know, pull out paperwork and all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, they already have shit done. So, but either way, uh, yeah, uh, eat the rich is basically um, it, it it's a political podcast. It is um, I come from um. I come, I mean, I come from a Republican, I, I can't really say a Republican family, but I do come from uh, a, uh, a, like a Reagan kind of um, Eisenhower Republican grandfather who showed me the ways up until I was seven years old when he passed away. But then my dad, you know, on my Puerto Rican side of the family, you know, all, you know, Democrats, liberals and all that. And I pretty much found myself in the middle, like, you know, because I, I do believe that there needs to be an equal balance when it comes to politics and every other podcast I've heard, I don't hear it. I don't hear centrist podcasts. I don't hear anything like that, at least not yet. Mm. But for me, I was like, well, you know, fuck it. I mean, I have, you know, in this day and age, I mean, well, for the most part, I've always leaned, you know, to, you know, to the left, you know, always, you know, on that end. However, I do believe that 
there are things on the right that we do need to be paying attention to, and which is why I say you need an equal balance here. So, but when I saw in 2016 when you know when Trump got elected, I was like, okay, this is not going to go very well because, like I said, one, I'm a big history person, you know, and I've been I've been into politics for a good minute, and when you start seeing your president showing traits, well, yeah, that's one thing. Sorry to cut you off. That's yeah, yeah. one thing. You know, listening to your podcast and, and, and hearing your view. Talk about, you know, I have I have friends that come over. They do not support Trump either. Yeah. And some of them are kind of shy. They want to come to the show. You know, I'm always interested mm-hmm. to see what you I mean, I do see bad parts on Trump, too. We could talk about that, too. We may but, we may be here all night. Yeah, <laughs> but what makes you dis- despise Trump? Talk talk about that. Uh, well, what did you see? I mean, obviously before you, well, you already for, made your decision. Well, and you're for right. One, uh, well, for one, I mean, uh, number one, when when the guy first came out saying that you know Mexico isn't saying they're best, they're bringing you know murderers, drugs, rapists, and then just gives the cop out of, oh, but I bet some are good people. It's like. Dude, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, we know what you fucking meant there. And then on top of that, with me being Puerto Rican, mm. I mean, my family's island was hit hard. And, mm. you know, my family over there, you know, they lost, you know, a lot. I mean, they lost their properties, you know. And where did they lose their properties at? San Juan is where um, is uh, okay. is where they're out of. And on uh, the eastern, I, I, don't, I forget the, the other town that they live in, but it's uh, east of San Juan. And... You know, to, to see this son of a bitch go down there and just say, oh, hey, uh, Puerto Rico, you're blowing our budget out of whack. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, the, you do realize they're Americans, right? <laughs> you know, but then kind of find out he didn't even realize that. He didn't even realize that Puerto Rico was actually part of, I mean, they are American citizens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a territory. And the thing is, when I hear that, it's like, you son of a bitch. Like, you, you know, it's so easy to tell the racism of this motherfucker. It's like, oh, what, you hate, what, you hate my island because, what, there's, you have black skin, you have brown skin, you have you have Puerto Ricans like me who are white as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I made Casper, you know, you know, freaking look like he has dark skin at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just hearing that and then you see, you know, the Machiavellianism that the man has inside of him too. It's just like, dude. Do you dude, think he became president because he wanted to make a statement? He was that. Oh, yeah. He had that ego where he wanted to be. Oh, well, there's, I want to be a proof. legend and yeah, like, this is. Yeah, there's there's proof of it. I he mean, didn't give a shit. No, I mean, well, he, he used he used an option. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. he used an op. He said, "What can I do? I'm gonna try to bring up. I'm gonna try to bring up the old, the old racism and the old." That's all he had to go off of because that's mainly what you know. And of course, not all Republicans are like this. But if you're talking about like deep South Republicans, they still feel this way. Yeah, you know, and that's why so many. And of he them, brought you know, a lot of them up. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Um, I mean, it, it's very similar to what uh, Joe Biden and a few other people have said. It's uh, a similar term where they said you only swept racism under the rock mm. when we had Barack Obama and people like, you know, Bill Clinton inside. But in the end, you if you, someone comes over and they stumble over that rock, a bunch of bugs are going to come out. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what happened. But to answer your question, no, he uh, during the uh, the hearings of uh, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen said right then and there, he's like, look, I got nothing to lose. You know, I, I'm going to prison, mm-hmm. you know, so I have nothing to lose here. I'm going to show you guys who this, who this motherfucker really is. Mm-hmm. Not only did he bring ample evidence to prove that, 
you know, he paid, you know, that he did pay off a porn star with campaign with campaign funds. But on top of that, he told them because Trump told him, look, this is going to be the greatest thing for me because this is going to be like the biggest way I can market the Trump brand. He did not want to become president. He just wanted to actually have people be like, hey, oh, my God, Trump, 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 and just make money off of it. I mean, that's why when he actually, the day that um, they told him, yeah, you won the presidency, why you suppose, you know, he came down, everyone's looking all bummed out. It's like, oh, great. I have to work, you know, but he didn't have a, pre a prepared speech, nothing. He just wanted, he wanted this to be just a simple marketing brand so that way he can carry on not only the family's name, but keep building up, you know, money, you know, towards his brand and look at him now. Now he's going out the door and he put out, you know, he, he put out a memo, uh, you know, basically saying, hey, look. Support my cause, you know, stop the steal, so, you know, just uh, send as much, you know, whatever kind of money you got, a dollar, five bucks, a hundred bucks, doesn't matter. Send it my way and it's going to go back into fighting, you know, into lawyers and fighting, you know, these people or the Democrats who are stealing our elections. It's never going to stop. Yeah, but see, but the thing is, in the fine print, if you read it, it basically said that almost none of it's going there and it's going straight into his pocket and to the end to the Trump brand. I mean, it's Where right. Where can people look, see this information? Oh, what, what website is that? You can, uh, for that one, uh, they had it up on, uh, cause they have to have disclaimers at the end when they advertise shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's in the fine print. Yeah. That, well, that's the part, that part where he's saying, where it basically says in so many fancy words, the money's going into my pocket and not to, you know, to the campaign or to what I'm telling you it's going to the last, uh, the last that I saw, uh, it was on, was on, um, the white house, uh, the white house website. And plus, uh, Don jr. Had put it out on his Twitter uh, Trump put it out on his Twitter and then a few other of his sycophants uh, did the same thing. So it started getting traction like that. You just read the fine print. It's right there. It's telling you it's going into his pockets, but these people don't, they don't care. You know I mean? And I, you know, that's what happens when you know, when you, when you're searching for something that just isn't there. Is there anybody else that was, is like that? That's still in in office? in office today, Matt Gates. Matt Gates is is the perfect example. Because they t they talk about Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi, she's a reptilian, and oh, I'm, I'm messing around. I'm messing <laughs> yeah. around with that. But she's oh, a, yeah. she's a dictator because she tells people to stay home and do one thing while she's out there getting you know beauty spa whatever she's doing, but not wearing here's, a mask. Yeah, and, you know. And here's the thing: it's though. weird when you see the media. One people turn it. One some people don't post it, and yeah. then some people post it. It's just. That the the storyline just seems like it's just it's pre-written. When you, well, when you, I mean, and it always does look like that. But see, but that's the problem, because that's when people start using paradelia and apophenia, which is you know the ability for humans to find patterns, because mm -hmm. that's what humans do. Mm -hmm. Humans love finding patterns in things. When you find a pattern to something, paradelia, you're gonna you're gonna look at it and be like, oh shit, well, there's something that has to go over here. Then you form apophenia. You you form something that goes along with that pattern. So that, w but then, but the problem is that you have with these people is that they do that, and this goes along with the people who believe in the reptilian agenda, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the flat Earth bullshit, mm -hmm. and you know these conspiracy theories. They put those things together, and the problem is is that then they start cherry pick. They start cherry picking, you know, what belongs there, and the majority of the time they're going off of a confirmation bias. That's the that's almost the majority of or that's pretty much the reason why you have, you know, people who are so diehard with him. Nothing he can do is fucking wrong. And in regards to Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom. Yeah, she went. First of all, 
she was under the impression. They did seem fishy to me. That's why I oh, throw sure. them in it because they are. See, but this is one thing that needs to be corrected, though, about that. Okay, Gavin Newsom, okay, he fucked up. Yo, the one thing I'll give him, he, he fucked up by doing that shit. And I called him out for it even on my podcast. Mm-hmm. But the one thing, though, that he did that and Nancy Pelosi did that Trump will never do and any of us, and anyone else that follows that man or, licks, or follows him and licks his fucking boot heel, he came out and said, you know what? I fucked up. My bad. It's like, hey, dude, if you're going to admit you're wrong, I can, I can give you a slight pass on that, but you better fucking learn your goddamn lesson. I'm shaking my finger you know, into the microphone <laughs> here. But, but, okay, he fucked up. Nancy Pelosi... Her and then she wanted an apology from what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. She wanted an apology because the person posted the video online. Yeah. She demanded an apology for doing that. And the reason and the reason for that is is because the person that was actually one of her longtime friends. She oh. she had been going to that salon for many years. And the thing is that her friend, She blackmailed her. Yes, her pretty much. Yeah. Her her what her friend did was like, okay, look, here, it's safe. These are the guidelines. Just come in and you'll be fine. Everyone else is masked up. Nancy Pelosi was the only one inside. The thing that Nancy Pelosi did not know, since you know she's over in Washington, mm-hmm. she didn't know that they were not supposed to be open. She was under the impression that they were supposed to be open. So she goes in, gets her hair done, fine. People are doing that today and are not causing a fucking bitch or a fuss. Mm-hmm. She goes in and does that, and then her friend films it and then sends it off. It's like, oh, look, see what she's doing. And Nancy was like, dude, you've been my friend for years. What wow. the fuck is your goddamn problem? You know, completely fucking exposed her. Now, in regards, should Nancy be doing that? No. She shouldn't be fucking doing that. It's like, dude, don't be doing the shit that Trump does. Do as I say, not as I do. I don't tolerate that from any fucking side. The difference is, though, is the people who attack her and attack Gavin Newsom are the ones that I have a problem with because these are the same people that will say that shit and be like, well, now I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go get a bite to eat. I was going to say that. Yeah. you know, I know and, so many people that, yeah. and they'll post it too. Yeah. And well, then they'll, they'll right down. You're getting haircuts. You're getting your beard trimmed. And- yeah. And then you get a bar drinking like, yeah. And then you get the diehard Trump fans who will be saying the same thing. And it's like, excuse me, you, you goddamn nincompoops. Seriously. You, your president is telling you literally telling you not to do this. But then he points the finger over there. Why? Because he wants you, because he wants you to look over there. He instigated that shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you know what I mean? But dude, but that's the problem though, is that people will constantly look because see the problem is, is that the Democrats, they're the mommy party. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are the daddy party. If there's a quote that I can give from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, mm. daddies mean fun, mommies mean business, mm. okay? We've already seen what happens when daddy takes over, just fucks everything up, destroys the living room. Mommy has to come in and shout the fuck out of everybody and says, you know what? That's it. You're on timeout. No more. Clean the shit up. And then what happens? Like, oh, that fucking bitch. What the hell, dude? So what So what? What can we blame Trump for and in, in everything What's going on? Do you want me to go in alphabetical order? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I mean... My God, it's like, where do you start? I mean, for for what? I mean, if you want to talk about policies, he got, I mean, getting rid of the Paris Climate Accord, biggest, fu- one of the biggest fucking mistakes, putting kids in cages and then having, and then having people become sensitized to that. It's like, dude, there are literally fucking internment camps on our fucking border. And of course people are like, well, no one's dying. It's like, yeah, they said the same thing during Auschwitz, you fucks. Until, until the, until the people fucking, or until Russia actually liberated them from, you know, from the Hitler regime. But you've already, it's already been proven that there have been some kids who have died there from now, uh, from, uh, malnourishment has been, has been reported and has been proven fact that there have been guards who have been sexually, uh, abusing women and children. And it's like, guys, you're fine with this. And that's only two things from that fucking bastard on top of that. I mean, you got him trying to fucking bribe Ukraine when like, Oh no, it was a perfect call. M- motherfucker. It, again, 
to put it to make it to simplify everything here really easy. And this did he send us back into the Stone Age? Not to the Stone Age, but definitely to the age of, um, uh, I mean, God, DeWallace at least. You know, I mean, de definitely back to like the nineteen, you know, early sixties and you know fifties. I I want to say that he tried to come come out and rebring out the true, you know, Americans, but also he brought out a lot of racism too. Like you, like you said earlier, he 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 did sweep out. Open up the uh, lifted the rug and the roaches came out. The rock, yeah, that's what you get. I mean, that's I mean, dude, he he. There's probably only one thing I'll actually you'll give thanks to Donald Trump for. Thank you for showing what America truly is, because there there are a, a bunch of fucking we are a bunch of fucking racists. We're I mean we are quite literally a society and a population that that like is just walking around in a fucking haze and fog and doesn't know what the hell we are supposed to be doing. You know, and that's not to say all of them, but the one thing he did bring out was like, dude, he started uh, Space Force. If he started Space Force, like, oh, great. How useless you know, is that You know the be? new bill that just got passed with the stimulus package? It mm -hmm. included saying that the CIA needs has six months or eight months to disclose if alien, what they know about aliens. They'll never do that. They'll never do that. You have to understand because, you know. That's just a smoke and mirror, huh? Yeah, well, you, well, you have to understand. I mean. I in my you know and don't get me wrong I'm I used to follow conspiracy theories for a long time now there are only a couple of conspiracy theories that I will go and I won't say I believe it but I want to believe it I mean you can look up I mean the the best person I who I think had the best ample evidence of anything UFO related was Bob or is Bob Lazar Bob Lazar okay dope. because that man. His story hasn't changed. In the 30 years he exposed everything, nothing has changed. He shows you scientific data on how they did this stuff. The analogies that he gives on, like, on the propulsion systems of the things that he worked on. Things like that, that leaves my mind open. It's like, okay, first of all, we, we are not the only, we're not the only ones in this goddamn universe. And if you really do think that, there is something strange about you. Because there is no way we are the only fucking people here. But... When it comes down to the research I've done on the UFO conspiracy and all that, there's one thing that, that is in common with all the UFO uh, people and with Bob Lazar and many others. What's his name? Uh, George Nat, another one. They all say the same thing. It's not the government's choice. These are, these are private companies that are doing this. And when you have private companies that do this, especially when it's military backing them, mm -hmm. I mean, that goes back to even Bill Cooper when he was gave out his reports, I mean, I have my things about Bill Cooper, but the one thing he said is like, there is actually something written down, which I, ha I have not found yet, so I can't say it's true, but he said that there is something written down in, in like, not the laws of America, but basically like a dark shadow government, basically saying the, the President of the United States cannot come to these bases. He's not allowed to enter Area 51. Well, we've seen if that is true, it wouldn't surprise so me no because the president look at can enter Area 51. No, that that and I'd say I can't prove it, but that but off the data that he gave and being uh, in the Navy for so long and doing his reports on this and seeing the classified information that he has seen, that's one of the things that, that the president is not allowed to Area. He's enter. stubborn. He doesn't want to give up. See what is he holding? Oh, Trump. If he gave some type of evidence that aliens exist, they'd kill him, huh? I would have no doubt that that would happen, but see, there's a re I mean, dude, something's happening. That's all I'm saying. Well, there's, there's, there's a few happening. things. It's been happening. 
there's we're a, at few, a point right now where everyone's fragile. Yeah. Well, well there, see, when it comes to the alien thing, there, there's a few things that go along the lines of that. And I'm sure the conspiracy theorists will probably agree with me on this one. You know, and like, I, and just to your listeners, I am not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> okay, I am not. However, no, no, you're telling you're yeah. telling your story of what you see. Yeah, I mean, I mean but these I are ask just my que- these questions of my friends all the time. Yeah, I mean, these are just things that I've looked up because I was very much you know intrigued by it. But then, yeah, but the one thing. The one thing is, is that imagine um, the, the the best way I can describe it. Okay, if an asteroid mm. is heading our way to Earth right now, mm-hmm. would you, if you were in the highest power of government, mm-hmm. would you really want to tell the people? No. Why? One mass panic. Two religions are gonna that, uh, that, wormwood. Yeah, I mean do, religions are gonna go ape shit. And do people are just going to go fucking nuts. Now, imagine that with UFOs saying aliens are real. That would be the fall of fucking religion. Because at that point, there's nothing there. Well, yeah, religion's all about control. Oh, well, absolutely. But the problem, but see, but, and the thing is with that is that if you show. People are saying we're living in M times. That's what I'm getting to, man. People we, are saying. <laughs> oh, please. We're not living. We're, we're nowhere near it. Nowhere <laughs> fucking near it, people. Stop it with that crap. Dude, we've been. Wormwood. You said we, meteors took out. Did meteors take out the dinosaurs, you think? Or Oh, yeah. I, I mean, just do by. I mean, you, you can look at our. I'm our, a stargazer. That's why I ask. Oh, I, sure. oh, I, yeah, I look no. at the stars. Oh, dude, I go I, camping. Oh, yeah. I'm from, I'm from the desert. That's oh, all I do dude. is stargaze. I'm a, I drink beer yeah. and I stargaze. Oh, yeah. That's every me. day. In front of, and I've seen falling stars. I've seen satellites. satellites. I'm yep. still waiting for uh, mm-hmm. what is that? The Euralink or whatever it is that goes around. There's a bunch of satellites that Elon Musk is, shipping, is shooting out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to cover. He's gonna, it's going to be worldwide Wi Fi. Yeah. You know the crazy thing is though about that? That's what Nikola Tesla wanted a long time, you know, before he passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted that for everybody, and then you have he solved the puzzle. Yeah, well, that yeah, he was fucking smart, dude. He was smart. He was self destructive He he was crazy. You know, I mean, that guy nearly killed himself with a fucking earthquake machine. I mean, that's they said Einstein there. used to smoke meth while he was doing all his uh, math problems. I, I I heard something, or he messed with LSD or something like that. Yeah, I I mean, I had heard something to that effect. I haven't I haven't been able to look into that. So I mean, I can't say either or. Uh, if anything, I would say it would probably be close to LSD than it would be meth. Yeah, I think it was LSD. So, uh, but the meth LSD. is what the Hitler gave the Germans. He well, no, he gave them speed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah speed no, L- LSD. Um, LSD. No, LSD. I think was a. Uh, that was. I mean, that, that was becoming really big during the Berkeley times. You know, I actually don't know the exact time when LSD fully got started, but it was very big during you know the Berkeley years of the 1960s and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, they even cooked the you know the brains of fucking uh, uh, oh, the, the Unabomber. No. I mean, uh, they uh, he was they part dissected of, his brain. Not dissected his brain, but they cooked it with LSD because they were doing all these experiments oh, and yeah. shit. They said but, that about Manson too. Yeah, oh, Manson, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But, yeah, uh, Ted Kaczynski, that's his name, of course. Yeah, but see, but then look at Ted Kaczynski. He was actually a genius, a mathematical genius. So if I if Einstein really was doing all that, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, it really wouldn't. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, th- there's a lot of information out there. But, you know, it's... It, this, it, the news back in the days, I think it was the 70s or 60s, where they got caught, it was CIA operatives working, acting as anchors. And yeah. it was a uh, a big thing. Like they were TV, pro- you know. That's what they call them, TV programs, or mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at the ne- welcome to the next program. They're feeding us stuff. They're developing us, and they're they're setting us a certain way to think and act. See, but back then, 
you have to, you can actually uh, I I did a little fun study on this because um, I found out something on my phone mm-hmm. that people it's a simple trick that people can do at their own homes even when even if you're listening to this back in the day don't get me wrong there was there was chaos you know and there was a, you know there was wars everything the thing is you know back in those times everything was either on radio or it was in black and white t- you know black and white TV the brain you know the brain becomes very uh, energized and very excited when you start seeing bright colors. So that's why if you go to like fast food joints, you see, you know, you see McDonald's in and out burger, uh, Jack in the box, what have you. Everything is bright colors. You go to one of the restaurants down here that I passed by coming over to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's all nice, mellow colors, you know, very nice, mellow browns mm-hmm. and yellow or the you mood know, set in the mood. Yeah. Set in the mood. If you guys actually really want to do a trick to see how how much your brain gets energized, you can literally go on your phone, mm-hmm. and there's a setting in there mm-hmm. that turns your phone into black and white. I actually will tell – for the people who are listening to your podcast, I urge you to actually try this experiment. Do it for one day. You should do a YouTube video and do it for everyone. Oh, no. It's been done. It's been done, but, uh, but, that's, why, um, that, but that's why it's so cool because I did an experiment with it for, uh, for one week. And uh, but I'll do this for your listeners. Do this. Try doing this for one day. Put you, put your phone on the on the settings for mellow settings, or uh, and it'll give you. I think the option is for black and white or another mellow color. Go to black and white. When you go to black and white, watch how fast you don't you don't really have your the brain urge. starts working faster. No, no, it mellows out. You actually don't want it. You actually won't be looking at your Facebook as much. There's no colors. You won't be looking at your Instagram and a few other things. Your brain starts to mellow out, and you just don't really are like oh well whatever. And then and I did it for a week, and I, did, I didn't. I didn't touch my. I didn't touch my my uh, social media pages for the entire week because I was. I was just like, oh yeah, Facebook. But then when you had the bright colors, mm-hmm. then it all comes back. It's like, oh shit, who's posting what? And the thing is that Mark Zuckerberg and the other people in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. they know this, and they've told people about this. There's mm-hmm. documentaries on this shit, mm-hmm. and they have told people that's this is how we keep you hooked in because you look at the colors, we're gonna be like, oh shit. Keep putting out more. Those people are super smart. They're very intelligent. Yes, indeed. They're so smart that mm-hmm. I heard they get uh, they get IV drops of DMT and they go in and out. And they, I mean, they're so smart, dude. Look at all the technology. Like I've learned how to edit. And I've done all this to create something. I mean, they're basically creating things, dude. Mm-hmm. Technology has come so far since 1998. I was so excited to get my first phone. It was touch, you know, doo, doo, doo. it wasn't no. Yeah, remember the early two thousands, the fucking sidekicks and yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> those are like the. I mean, hit look thing, at technology. <laughs> technology now. Oh yeah, technology now is fucking crazier, you know. And people, and it's just gonna keep advancing more and more and more. As far as them doing DMT, I mean, I I have done DMT, you know, and I'll say as a person who has done DMT, I don't know if I guess everyone's different, but the shaman who introduced me to it, um, it wasn't really an experience of where like, Oh my God, I gained intelligence. But I mean, to a point you more or less gain intelligence about yourself and you understand who you are mm-hmm. and you are the one at one with yourself and you are going, you know, into different places and actually embracing yourself and loving yourself. And then do when you're done and it's over, you come out like so much more happy, less stressful. I mean, it's, Oh, it's amazing. It's a wonderful thing. Me trying to get clean. Going through my my period of being addicted to Oxycontin, mm-hmm. it was the toughest thing to get clean from. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting on medication, and it took me years to get off of it. But now I'm five years sober. 
you know, yeah, I'm doing good. But one thing I looked into, I was looking into DMT or Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Or ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Yep. Going down to Peru and, and getting a shaman. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was one step. But you know what, man? I, I got through it. I, I used Kratom to get off of it. But oh, yeah. uh, it was a long journey. And I'm here. And, and I'm excited because, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there suffering, man. And no Too matter. Many. Yeah. No matter what we can figure out what's going on today man people are suffering and that's one reason why i'm here today you know you're my you're my boy dude i mean you being on the podcast and you're being open to talk about dmt i i that was an alley i was gonna take and you seem like you're level head or you, i took the shit it was cool and i'm good oh yeah <laughs> no that's um I mean, uh, Chelsea Handler is actually a really good example uh, because she actually went down and did ayahuasca and DMT is the uh, uh, the main component, component in, yeah. in, in ayahuasca, uh, um, the root. But uh, Chelsea, when she did it, she came back and she actually um, uh, reconnected with a sister that she actually didn't have a good relationship with and she gave up drinking. And dude, when I first did DMT, I didn't touch alcohol for almost two months. Damn. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't it's even like the super as high you can get then, huh? Just like you don't need it. I mean, dude, seriously, it, it is like this. It really is because I mean, it's it's the Look what um, it did to Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well, he well, he did DMT from the toad. He yeah. did. Uh, he did um, not five, uh, five MEO DMT. He did uh, five. Um, oh, God, I can't remember the, the exact one. Uh, the DMT that he did uh, comes from uh, uh, the, the venom from a toad. Yeah, uh, yeah. From, from their backs and, and they, um, they let it they let it harden and they they scrape it or they do something they scrape it yeah they put it in a little peachy dress peachy peachy dish, dish yeah and then they let it harden and yep. they scrape it and yep. then they smoke it yeah but see, the thing is that's the most powerfulest one the <laughs> five mao dmt is the one i did that's the one where you see a lot of colors and you start going into deep thought and you're I mean, well you don't just get it from a toad you can get it from plants too right D, uh, fi, uh, the one that Tyson did, um, I'm, I actually don't know about that one. The one from five, five MAO DMT that I did. Yeah. You can get that from plants. It's actually, it's naturally in us. Our body, yeah. our body produces it. Mm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the one that Tyson did, that's the one that's actually the most powerful is because, um, that one, I wouldn't even do that one alone. I mean, I mean, I had to have, you know, a shaman with me. And then when I was actually ready, I did it by myself to see how, far I can go but that one the shamans won't even let you do that by yourself Damn. because that one they said it literally feels like you're dying and you go to a completely different dimension and then when you come back that's when everything is you look at everything completely fucking different the world Damn. is not the same anymore and for me doing the 5 MEO DMT when I did it I mean dude I you gotta just let yourself open dude you have to because if you at the if moment, you try to fight it you're yeah, done the moment yeah. you freak out when it's I over. take a lot of edibles sometimes it that comes upon me like I gotta just let it go oh yeah yeah maybe. I can only imagine how intense it is to do I mean, do know, my, DMT I, I don't think I can handle I probably freak out you have to be oh, very open. either you have to be severely hurt mentally hurt and broken that's me or you're spiritually awoken both kind of almost there <laughs> I, I definitely say I'm, a little, I'm definitely more spiritually woken well, now both yeah you can have both too yeah yeah but uh no originally i did it because you know i suffer from ptsd adhd depression all i mean i'm a i'm a i'm a box of fun you know but when i did it man oh my god the well it's the, not the, like pools come up like hey dog hit this and you hit it no. and you go oh you just smoke dmt dog oh you would know within <laughs> you would know you would know within 15 seconds if, if you smoked it you would know in 15 seconds if that was dmt there's no way to there's no way to mistaken it, but 
Yeah, dude. When I did it, man, I my PTSD was like almost non-existent. My mm. de- my depression, I didn't feel it for mm. like I said, almost like two months because I mean drinking. It's uh, you know, it it's one of those things that has a, a stranglehold on me. But at the same time, I'm I also love you know I love booze, I love wine tasting, all mm. that. I love my weed. But what about psychedelics? You ever tried mushrooms? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue caps are probably like my favorite ones. That's why I really like to go. I'd like to go to Washington where it's actually all that shit's legal now. You can just do it up there in the forest. Like, oh my God. But you know, the thing is about mushrooms though, dude, that I don't like about them is I don't like the coming down feeling because you literally just turn into like, I mean, at least me from my experience, I turn into like just dead weight. I'm literally just laying there. Like, even if there's no like, like hallucinating going on, Uh you still have that little head trip, but you're just like, (laughs) okay, I'm tired. I need more orange juice. You know, it's just, Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I would take DMT over shrooms, like me personally, because I don't. You How know, many times have you done DMT? Uh, with the shaman that I did it with. Um, you had to do it with a shaman. There's no yeah. way. Well, you can. Well, I heard a podcast, and I'll tell you his name afterwards because I don't want to get sued for it. Mm. But supposedly, back in the days, and we're talking about, you know, late 90s, maybe early 2000s, where you could oh, order then, it yeah. from China. Yeah. And the dude got 10 pounds of it yeah yeah back then you were yeah because back then it wasn't illegal because dmt wasn't on um it wasn't on the scale yet along with all the other drugs that people were doing that was a part of the um uh, the say no campaign you know by uh nancy reagan that's why when all that started going on they you know were just like okay fuck all these drugs get you know like you know ban them all make them all legal but when it came down to dmt dmt was one of those ones that was hidden and yeah, for the longest time, I think up until the mid '90s, you were able to just get it in bulk. Well, what's the new to. therapy they just illegalized? You could get it in Oregon. It's IV drops. Yeah, see that uh, ketamine. Oh, oh no, oh god, no. They I, just I, they yeah. just legalized uh-huh. ketamine. You could get ketamine to get off of shit. Yeah, no, I won't touch that. There's only a few things I'll ever touch, man. DMT is one of them. The other ones, it's just like no, I I don't want to touch that. You know, it's. Because after DMT, man, I mean, I do. I have I have experimented with plenty of drugs in my time, but DMT was just the one mm. that it was. You know, originally it was for the high because I, you know, because I all I heard is like it's the second most powerful hallucinogenic you can do. I was like, you know what? I have to at least try it and just see where this goes. You know, because I am an addict. You know, and I'm, I, an, I, addict, I'm it, an addict too, and man. I admit it. You know, so we should exchange coins. Oh, no, just <laughs> oh, do, 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 dear. <laughs> but yeah, dude, but when I did it, I was like, I was like, you know, let's. I bet this, this is probably like acid. You know, it's it's gotta be a little bit like acid. It's nothing like acid. <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> like fucking acid. Oh my god, no, because when I came out of it, I was like, dude, I don't even want to do anything anymore. Like I'm, I'm cool, mm-hmm. and I and I only did one hit. And mm-hmm. I was done. I was like, dude, I, I just want something to fucking eat. My brain just took all my energy out of me. I wanted to And sleep. I remember feeling like that when I was younger. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I've only done um, when I was able to do it fucking probably as many times you can count on my hands, you know, but just for the experiences, man, it's um, it, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it, it really is beautiful. And it's it's so sad, you know. To have a system, you know, that just looks at things. I mean, for God's sakes, marijuana is still under the classification of heroin. It's like, are we done yet? Mm-hmm. Like, are we really fucking, are we really going to keep this conversation going? It's mm. nowhere near heroin. People mm. have died trying to get heroin. It's like, I'm pretty sure heroin's probably fucking great because people are dying to get it and die from it. But, mm. dude, it's like, no. One is self-destructive. The other one has so many goddamn benefits to it. I mean, mm-hmm. when my mom had cancer, that was the one thing that probably saved her fucking life. Mm-hmm. 
And I've had a few other friends, uh, friends who've had COVID. Mm. They found out that there's, uh, I believe it was Forbes magazine um, or Forbes.com uh, put out a study along, I believe, with Salon.com actually finding out that if you smoke marijuana and you have COVID, it actually helps to relieve you of like of getting, it helps to get more phlegm out, but at the same time, it helps to breathe better and to still keep, you know. No, I know a lot of weed smokers that blew that COVID out in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like, how many more benefits do we need from weed? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, well, of course, they'll say, well, you can still OD from it. It's like, yeah, if you smoke, like, two pounds to your head in one night, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's not happening. It's like, you take one hit. Dude, you give me a fucking block. You get, Or you give me one big fucking block of marijuana. I'm going to take one little nug and, yeah, later, that's it. I'm like, anyone else want something? It's like, dude, you can't do that. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, weed has so many benefits, and people. I'm trying to get someone on who has his own business you oh, know, to cool. talk about the components about weed and stuff for my audience. Because a lot of my audience is new to this. Mm-hmm. They're listening to this podcast and going, "Man, these motherfuckers are fucked up. They're on another another <laughs> level." I'm like, "We're getting there, people. We're getting there." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's an honor to have you on the the podcast, man. Thank you. As I take a good swig of that. Well, look at man, it's. We're at, we're at the halfway mark, man. Let's take a quick piss break. Piss break it is. I won't. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're not going to go eat and go take a nap like you did on your last podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're, no we'll, we'll just I, be. Uh, I'm like, you know what I like about it? You're honest. You're like, hey, I went to eat. I was like, damn, he drained all his energy fucking ranting. Dude. <laughs> did he go up and go eat? Dude, fucking! Go, I took a nap. I'd take a nap and eat too, dude. Oh yeah. Well, especially that. I mean, I mean, just mainly just because of the whole thing of like, well, great. Our uh, there's an American, an attempted American coup going on. It's like, all right, I'm gonna be up for a while. Forecast later, but oh huh. yeah, let's uh, take a piss and hold our dicks together and wash our hands. All right. I'll see you guys in a bit. <laughs> Tainted love. Don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the Raider tease. <laughs> what is going on, folks? We are back from break. No, we didn't eat. No, we didn't go to sleep. And sadly, with this music on, we ain't doing drugs. Well, yeah. There's no drugs <laughs> in the building. Here's a quick question. What do we end on right now? Shit. Well... Oh, DMT? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it called? What's it stand for? Uh, dimethanol tryptamine. Yeah, so the one, yeah, the one I did, like, you see all the colors and all that. That's, uh, if, if I, I hope I'm saying uh, 5-MeO-DMT. I can't remember what the other one is. But, yeah, that's what we ended off of. What are we trying to do? What, what's the purpose? Purpose of, of? Of everything, you know? Just... If everybody would to smoke DMT or maybe everyone just take mushrooms, maybe at the same time. If everyone smoked. Would we have a, a, some type oh. of earth effect? Because I feel like we're killing Mother Earth. We're, they're shooting chemtrails in the sky all day long. No, chem, chemtrails have been uh, debunked, but I, I get what you're saying, though. No, they but, actually came out and said they are spraying shit in the atmosphere. Mm, now they, you could actually look up on um, uh, NASA.gov, I believe. Um mm-hmm. It's a, it's actually a, uh, it, it's a really simple thing. They actually give you, uh, uh, coordinates mm-hmm. of, uh, of air travel mm-hmm. of where, of, uh, you know, where airlines are, or airliners are going to go and all that, because they also need to know the information 
you know, that information also in case like they do any, you know, rocket launches mm -hmm. or if they're checking, you know, things in the sky and all that. So nothing flies by when they're looking at shit. But no, you can literally look it up on, uh, on NASA's website to actually, uh, uh, find all that, uh, find out all that stuff, um, easily. But yeah, I mean, chem chemtrails, that's, that's been, that was debunked like a long time ago. Um, but that's, you know, but of course, I mean, that's something that's just still out there, you know, and I get it, but you know, that's, I mean, uh, then, everything I've recently looked up, I don't see anything with chemtrails. And I used to be, I mean, like I said, you know, I, I was a big, mm -hmm. you know, conspiracy theorist person because, you know, I think, um, Bill Maher actually said it best. Like conspiracy theories are great when you're, you know, you're sitting around with your homies, you're getting blazed out of your mind and then fucking having a drink. And it's like, Oh dude, there may be the reptilians. Check out the trilateral commission. Have you heard a project blue book? I mean, Yo, know, dude, we used to reminisce all the time about that, about, you know, the David Icke stories mm -hmm. and everything. You know, dude, as you get older, you realize, like, well, I mean, thankfully with the internet, we have more, you know, there, there's a lot more information out there to look up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not that hard, you know. But, you know, the, the thing that I come across, though, that kind of sucks is the people who, you know, even, you know, because even I have friends who are into conspiracy theories. I get it. But, you know, I run across people who even hit me up, um, you know, whether it be on my social media sites and all that. And, you know, they don't want to agree with me. You know, and, and it's like how I told you with, about the UFO thing. It's mm. like, I want to believe that that is true. And, and to me, it's like, that seems very plausible. But everything else is like, guys, you can look it up, you know. And plus, the things that go on with conspiracy theories, this has been shit that has been going on. For, I mean, my God, before, before World War II. I mean, it's been going on for many, many years. You know, that's why when people say, oh, will conspiracy theories ever die out? No, they, they'll never die out. They've been around for so long that you can't get rid of it. It's literally, it's it's literally, you know, you have the regular reality over here and then you have this reality over here. But both seem like how you were saying, like, mm -hmm. but it seems like everything's by a playbook over here. Well, that's why people start getting sucked into conspiracy theories. It's like, well, wait, there's a purpose for that. There's something going on there. It's like, okay. Can well, yeah, there's a lot of things that are debunked and, and oh, yeah. not true. But when I see on my side, mm. you know, I told you before, I'm a stargazer. I look up at the sky. I oh, see yeah. planes. I see planes all day. I live by airport. Nice. Hell yeah. Somebody crashed their plane. I, was, I just got home from work. I ran to go try to save him. But he has the plane that the heat from air fuel or plane fuel. Is so fuel. hot, jet fuel. Yeah, it's just yeah. so hot, dude. It's kerosene. I live by uh, airport. I hear the engines. I'm so good, I can hear. So when he crashed, I heard the engine. Mm -hmm. I heard some. I heard something in the engine. I go, man, he's coming down. And you see this big fireball, you know, from where I live. I'm outside. My wife's Fuck. outside. I'm having a tall can. Just got off from work. Mm -hmm. As soon as I heard heard that, I ran over there, and he he, he had passed. I did take film, and I think uh, one of the news stations picked it up. I didn't take credit for it. Right. So I see different planes. Even when I go home, I, I see the planes at night. And so if there's not chemtrails, then the planes that do leave trails and they end up becoming these weird clouds. Mm -hmm. And I, I've seen them. I pointed them out to people. Yep. And I've, you know, cause I've seen planes that don't need shoot emissions. Yeah. So what's the problem then? Are we, we got fucking VW Volkswagens up there and then we got, you know, the classy planes and, I mean, no, it's just altitude difference. Normal, uh, normal altitude for a uh, commercial airliner is about thirty six, thirty seven thousand feet. 
But then the ones that you're talking about, like yeah. how it dissipates, that's because the air quality is a lot more warmer. So if you're up at, thir at 37, 36,000 feet, you're going to see a contrail, and that's because that is all ice. That's all ice that's just falling. When you see the ones that start dissipating, that's because the air quality is a lot warmer. And so in that case, it's going to be, it's just going to be the regular exhaust just be coming out of like as a cloud, as you say. Well, it's kind of weird because some people tell me like in March, mm. April, March, you start seeing more of the, more of those lines in the sky. Mm. And some people end up get, get allergies, allergy season too. Mm -hmm. Some people blame it on the shit that's forming in the clouds and we're breathing in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, do you have think there's many times where you've woken up and you see the same, I mean, do I mean, I, like I said, I live in the high desert. You know, I see that all the time, but again, okay. So you see it too. Yeah. But again, you also, you and I both live near airports. Mm -hmm. So when you live near airports, you're going to see a lot more of those clouds. And even, I mean, and even if you don't live ex necessarily near the airport itself, you can be a good distance away but the majority, but like if you live near an airport and you start seeing those clouds more and more, it's because, well, they're coming down from altitude because they need to start, you know, circling around and waiting for Is their that turn. bad for global warming? I think anything that's going into our atmosphere that's, you know, I mean, because airliners, I mean, they, their jet fuel is basically kerosene. I mean, I think anything like that's terrible for the atmosphere, no, no doubt. I mean, it's actually, I believe, one of the biggest pollutants we have next to trains when it comes to actually, uh, you know, transportation and whatnot. What do you think about global warming? Oh, it's happening. Me it's too, it, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely happening. You know, and the people who want to keep denying it, it's like, dude, you know, as I tell everyone else when it comes to the subject, because this is like a subject that, like I said, when it comes to the blue side and the red side, the red side's always going to deny it. Why? Because they're in the pocket. Well, that's one of the reasons why I heard when Donald Trump got elected, he was trying to bring back a lot of coal. The old cities of coal miners. Yeah, just like, what? I've seen videos of the coal miners like ever since, you know, because I get it, because you're producing chemicals and and you're ruining the atmosphere. We have yeah. to. There's a smarter way to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and a cleaner way to do it. Because Mother Earth, she can only handle so much. Oh yeah, and I mean the best thing that and the best thing for us. Is Donald is Trump was trying to rile up the people. You know, like you said, come out of, of the, raise the carpet and the roaches come out. He was trying to rile all those people up from the south and. And the problem, and, and, see, and this but, is where, um, and that's the problem that I have with the fucking Democrats, because you see, the problem is, is that when it came to Hillary Clinton and when it came to Barack Obama, the one thing that they did that still to this day pisses me off, they forgot about those people over there. They simply just gave a, you know, just a black and white thing. Look, no more coal. That's it. No more coal. You know, and it's like, well, dude, if you tell that to any coal miner out there, I mean, dude, they're going to give you so many middle fingers. I mean, you're not going to be able to see the land, you know, going behind you. See, the one thing that I said, which I have said, well, which I said on uh, a podcast I first started a long time ago, then, you know, that doesn't exist anymore. What I said was the problem that you, that they had was that you guys are basically saying, you know, I get where you guys are coming from. You want to stop coal because it's polluting the atmosphere. I agree. I get it. Innovation. Innovation. You know, and. But the problem is, you know, they're talking about, yeah, we're going to go solar. We're going to do wind technology. I'm for all of it. Every mm. single thing green, I am all of it. Problem is, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and everyone else on the Dem side left those people hanging. Instead of, you know, what they did is just like, okay, well, here, no more coal. That's it. It's like, well, how about you sons of bitches actually do something that's clever here and actually be like, well, here, no more coal. But how about we train you 
to work in solar power technology. Yeah, there you go. Why don't we train you to work in air technology, mm. you know, and, and turbine technology, you know, uh, geothermal. You know, we could have, they could have easily done that, and Trump would have been in office right now. As long as those people knew, hey, we're not going to leave you he behind. He let him down. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, because, dude, the Dems just let... He woke let, up the beast and didn't satisfy him. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, dude, like, you know, because what the Democrats had proposed, it's like, dude, that's a great idea. The Green New Deal, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That's a fucking great deal. I mean, Finland's been... Finland is pretty much almost going off the same exact thing next to Iceland. And there... And was, I believe, uh, Finland said they want to have all electric cars by 2027, I believe, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I mean, dude, when you have politicians on the blue side that... You know, it could be any side, really. But if you tell any of your of the people of the United States, look, this ends right here. We're going some. We're gonna go, you know advance. It's like okay, well, you can't leave them hanging. You got to you know like in you know in innovate That's them into That's why he it. tried to do the two thousand dollars stimulus. The what? He tried to do the two thousand dollars stimulus. No, he no. See, I know what Trump is doing right there. Okay, <laughs> Trump did that because he wants the Republican Party to fucking fall. And he knew Mitch McConnell was not going to budge on that, you see. But then that's why the Democrats jumped on, because the Democrats have been for $2,000 stimulus. So have I. And anyone else who wants to keep being like, well, yeah, but that's going to come out of our fucking taxes and whatnot. It's like, dude, first of all, even if it was, okay, even if it was, if you, the people on the red side, if you don't have a problem with the fucking Republicans making a goddamn tax cut for 83% of the richest people and you know in the united states and then the you know and then the rest of it going to us and the top people of the 83 percent going to the one percent like you know billionaires and whatnot if you guys don't have a problem with that and you're willing to say oh here that's perfectly fine because they're helping business like dick they are doing trickle down economics. So it's a Republican that's that ruined the small business. Yeah, well, dude, of course it they, is. We had the resources to yes. take care of everyone. Dude, the Republican. Oh, look at Canada. What were they getting? Sixteen hundred a month? No, Can uh, no, Canada gets uh twenty three, twenty four hundred a month. You know, and that's you know it. what I like about Canada? They're so Everything. quiet. They're so yeah, they're so <laughs> chill. I mean, I love the trailer park boys, dude. I love those dudes. Um, <laughs> God damn, Rick. <laughs> well, like the food and uh, I think Maddie Madison. Pepperoni. Like just, they're just so chill and they're never in the news. <laughs> no. You know, and, I mean, you know, and, and people can bash on them all they fucking want. It's like, dude, they bash on us all the time because we're idiots. Mm -hmm. You know? But, Bunch you know, of buffoons, huh? Yeah, dude. But, you know, what the problem is, like, Dick, if, they, if the Democrats had just said, hey, look, we're leaving this behind. We're going over here. Trump wouldn't be here right now. I can almost guarantee Trump would not be here right now. But what did Trump do and the Republicans do? They called them on that. And I said, well, dude, uh, what did you guys think was going to happen? If you're telling these people that you were saying, like, hey, we're going to help you guys, but then you leave them hanging. Well, now you just left the scraps for the fucking Republicans to come in and then fucking desecrate them even more. Mm. Because fucking Trump's like, no, we're putting you back in the coals. You want to put people back in the fucking coals. You want people to get black lung. You want people to risk their fucking lives still when we could actually do something much yeah, more he was constructive. A dick. He was a dick when he, what he did. Oh, dude, absolutely. But you know what? He did awaken the people, and on the positive side, is he's everyone's awake now. Now we can shape history. We can all come in and sink and, and try to maybe, you know, focus on I guess on we can things. see. I, I, I think I definitely understand what you're saying when it comes to, to woke. Um, that's actually, oh, God, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of a good thing. People are awake, but it depends on what side that you're on. The people that are on Trump's side 
believe that they are awake when it comes to conspiracy theories. Like mm -hmm. this, this guy is telling us like, Oh, this is how it is. I'm like, I'm over here. You know, I'm like I said, I'm a centrist. I'm in the middle, but I'm over here mm -hmm. defending the blue side because it's like, well, fuck this. You know, I, I know how, how, how history turns with shit like this, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, okay, you guys are going to tell me that you're woke as fuck and that this man is telling you the truth. The biggest fucking liar that we have ever have seen go through politics. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, dude, this guy, that's all he does. I mean, him and his family, they, they lie more than you and I breathe. You know, but see, Republicans love that shit because in the end, it serves their own self-interest. They're just, I mean, they're just using him as like, fucking keep running your mouth, dude. We're cool. Like, we're just going to keep, you know, lining our pockets. And that's what they did. And what they can, and, and you know, continue to do that. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to the, you know, to the $2,000 stimulus package, dude, Trump did that because he knew his people would turn onto the Republican Party because he wants his own party so that way he could actually keep people donating donating to his cause and then just align his pockets so he has a so he has a fucking retirement that's all it is he doesn't give a fuck about anyone you know and for those who say yeah he does it's like well then tell those fucking supporters they were left on a fucking tarmac two miles away from their cars and no buses came back to pick them up and fucking like seven people had to go to the hospital for hypothermia because the son of a bitch just fucking left him out there and didn't have any other fucking didn't have people Yo, they brought them there by bus, but then they didn't schedule them, you know, to go back. And they were just left there wandering. I mean, what kind of a fucking person does that? Someone with the mindset of Machiavellian, or with Machiavellian, I can guarantee that. But hey, his wife don't like him, huh? Oh, fuck. No. Dude, no, his, his wife, dude, they don't even uh, sleep in the same bed. Uh, th that was already, um, that was, pr uh, I, I believe she actually. I feel sorry for him, man. He's all alone too right now, Fucking dude. good riddance. Let uh, him. I feel bad, no, dude. I don't. No, people I don't. People loved him, man. I, well, those people are morons. Like, <laughs> I don't have sympathy for these people. It's like, guys, for God's sakes. the like, but Was Biden the best option, though? No, no, he wasn't. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Wow. No, he wasn't the best. No, option. you're not the only person. I, I, I no. talked to a lot of people. And but I'll take I hear, it. I will I take different it. different sides. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I, I mean, dude, I was rooting for, for either Bernie or... Um, I think after all this, after what I've learned, I'm going to be independent now, dude. Well, you, you might you might want to actually look up the what the independent what the independent party oh, uh, actually goes for. Dude, the independent party almost aligns more with the Republican side, sometimes uh, are more libertarian. I'm going to start my own fucking party. Oh, dude, I don't even claim it. I don't even claim anything anymore. Yeah, dude. No, I, I have no party affiliation because I don't, party, I don't like any of them. Teabag party? Oh, God, the teabag party. <laughs> Jeez, don't get me started on those fucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Though, yeah, those, those motherfuckers are the same ones fucking chanting right now. Yeah, <laughs> see, Trump's on muskets. <laughs> oh, oh, God, dude. It's like those people have never even read the fucking Midnight Run of Paul Revere. Like, don't even get me started on that shit. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what kind of wax is this? This is a shout out to my helper, Ricky. Oh boy, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. No, that's a dude. My dude. That dude. My home. My, one of my Ricky. fucking dude. One of my homeboys. Uh, one of my fucking homeboys. Uh, for Live God, like oh, dude, for years. Like they, they, his um, they call him Ricky Martin. Homegrown in Santa Ana. It's live resin. Oh boy, okay. it's hard to get now. <sighs> okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Let it cook for a bit. Oh, I do have to yeah. let it cook for a bit. Yeah, hold it down. Hold oh, the button down. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Smooth drag. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
There you go. Oh, Puffle the magic dragon, my friend. Oh, and I don't even live by the sea. <laughs> oh, fuck. Goddamn. It was nice to DMT. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh. <laughs> if this had DMT in it, I'd be gone right about now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's tasty. <coughs> Pretty good, huh? Oh, jumping Jesus on a pogo stick. Oh, my God. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, this is the best podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> hey, I'll give I'll give you this, man. I, I, shout out to anybody who actually comes on the Raider and Saints podcast, dude. I mean, this guy. I mean, you, <laughs> dude. I mean, you want to talk about hosp- hospitality? Okay, this guy literally, you know, was willing to pay for for my parking. I'm like, dude, I got this. Don't don't worry about it. I, I just need to find out where to park. And then I come in here right now. It's like, it's like, hey, you know, it's like, it, you know, it's like, hey, uh, you know, what do you like to drink? Or hey, try this later. You know, I'm like. Fucking hell, dude! Fucking you, man! Spoiling your guests. I'm on vacation. No, dude. I, yeah, I, I am too. I'll I, tell look, you. Yeah. I look forward to podcasting. Oh yeah. You know, getting to know someone. And I heard your podcast, man. And uh, I feel you, man. I feel you're angry. I'm angry too. We got to be able to just create new avenues for people to learn about their past. Or I mean, we're living the future right now. We're we're, we're making history, and I want to make sure everyone gets the right information because imagine fucking 50 years from now when they tell this story you know you're gonna have different avenues (laughs) you're gonna have social media you're gonna have the big networks like this right here is gonna be brought down when people look up our archives and they go hey well because it's like how many books i mean are they burning right now how many books and i mean are they erasing history uh geez well who fucking knows? I mean, the one, what you, but what you, uh, there was actually a meme that I saw this morning to actually answer that question. How you say, um, you know, when people look back, you know, 50 years from now, 70, whatever, you know, your grandkids or my grandkids are coming up to me or you. There was a meme that went out and um, it said, um, your kids uh, coming up to you and saying, Gra- uh, Grandpa, what was it? Um, what was it like back in uh, 2020 during the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic? And it goes over to this one guy basically saying that it's you. And he's like, well, uh, first we started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like, fuck, dude. I know a lot of people that they won't come on the podcast, but I talk to them personally and they say some things. I'm like, man, they, they blow my mind. I go, come on the podcast. And. So people don't, they want, they don't want to, uh, you know, everyone has their own state of what's going on and we live in critical times. That's what I feel. I think that's also you know? sad though, because I mean, people, I would encourage people like that to come out. It's like, dude, we may not agree, but if we can meet somewhere close to the middle, then that mm. means that there's room for progression. There's more than what they show us and then what we see. Yeah. One of my good friends, grandma used to tell believe nothing you hear and half of what you see mm-hmm. yeah and pff, you know wise words yeah. you know why you know wise words you know and it, and there'll be many more you know after this but you know it's just i mean pe- i i think you know if there's anything that is um that's been shown from 2020 and now you know it, it's the fact that people really need to look like um there's this uh, there's this radio show host I listen to. Um, uh, uh, her name's uh, Stephanie Miller. She's based out of uh, near. I think she's near Oakland, but um, she actually said it uh, pretty good because see right now you know I'm on the mind you know I'm on the mindset of just like dude fuck all these goddamn Trump supporters. 
I can't fucking deal with this. No fucking way. Your heads are full of mush. I'm not doing it. I like the way that she actually put this into perspective because I can see this where it would be somewhat of a healing process. But she said, look, we can't go the rest of our lives fucking hating each other. We just can't. We have to meet somewhere. And if we can't meet somewhere, well, then at least learn to try to treat your Trump supporting relatives and friends as an alcoholic who just got onto the wagon. You know, it's like you're going to have to guide them through some things, you know. And at the same time, as Bill Maher said, it's like we should actually not not insult, you know, Trump supporters anymore. It's like, you know, we've come to a point where it's like, okay, we know who you are, but you need to remember who you were before Donald Trump was even here. Because there's no way all this was in all of you. I mean, just the mindset of like, of having your mind being so numb by one person and just, you know, just beating you down every day to the point to where you can look at kids in cages, you know, and then it's just like, dude, fucking, you guys are okay with this? Like, what the well, fuck? Well, it was, wasn't an Obama administration that, that made the I was the waiting cages? for that one. Okay, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to set the record straight. Is that true or not? No, half and half. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you the exact thing here. Okay. Cause this, this is what's reported and you could even, and like I said, as I say on my podcast, it only takes 30 seconds to look up factual information. Yes. This was happening during Obama's uh, administration. Here's the thing though. Obama had no, or he didn't realize what was going on at the border because the border is being handled. You know, uh, at, at the time it, I don't believe they were called ice. It was some, um, I believe it, I believe it was just Homeland Security. no, Ah, okay, that's gonna bug me. At the time, it was not; it, it wasn't ICE. Okay, mm-hmm. this is working. They were working with uh, with like the Department of Defense and all that. And the thing is, is that Obama, you know, he just didn't he didn't know that this was going on. Plain and simply, he didn't know that this was going on. And when he found out that this was going on, he and he shut down the part. He shut down the part of, of kids being locked in cages. What he did was, okay, don't do that and hold them there indefinitely like how Trump did. I mean, they actually made, I mean, they, they made fucking, uh, they made it pretty much law to make sure that these people were locked up indefinitely. Oh, Biden, or, oh, Bi- oh my God, oh, Biden, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Obama didn't do that he saw what was happening and then he told them okay hold them there get them processed because these cages actually give more room to more people coming in have them processed but they need to be out in less than 24 hours that is what happened okay and i know like i'm, I'm a little bit all over the place on this one you have to forgive me because that was a really good hit but either way <laughs> Obama had no idea that was going on when it was going on. And when he found out, he stopped it and then just made it so that way so that way the people who are coming in were processed way quicker because there was more room instead of them being sat in just like individual rooms then, you know, everyone's waiting outside. So, you know, it, it, it was just basically developed so that way they can get the process done quicker. Trump is the only one. Him and his administration is the only one that actually made that a full-on thing. It had to be, the, you know, it, it had to be with them staying there indefinitely. That's what happened, and that's the difference. 
That is the whole difference of this, okay? Obama made something useful out of it and stopped, you know, it just basically stopped, you know, the shit that was going on that he didn't know about, about kids and, you know, families being locked in cages. But Obama never took any children away from their parents. He never, he didn't hold them indefinitely. Those are all on Trump's hands and his administration's hands. And to the Republicans who, who backed it, which is, which at the time was pretty much all of them. And I'm pretty sure the majority of them still do that. But that was the issue that happened. Okay, so to any of to any of the people, yo, to any of the people who keep bringing up this argument, dude, it you need you have to remember, you need to remember your Google Boolean searches when you look this stuff up. If you look up, oh, Obama versus Trump, kids locked in cages. If you put that into your Google Boolean search, number, I can guarantee you, you're gonna come across a bunch of conspiracy theorist shit, a bunch of shit from the from. Uh, uh, from conservative Americans, and then you're not going to hear a peep from factual information. And like I said, and when I mean factual information, it's like you can look. Like I said, you want things to look up salon.com, Forbes, uh, Forbes.com, the Washington Post, the New York Times. I mean, these are reliable sources. And the reason the Washington Post, the Washington Post, isn't it owned by Jeff, Jeff Bezos? Bezos? Yeah, it's owned by him, but but run by somebody else. Yeah, yeah, but but it's a but it's a very reliable news source. And it and it has been for many years. Even Trump praised it a long time ago. And then once they sit, once they co- started calling him out for shit, he says, "Well, fuck you. They're fake news." Oh, really? I mean, well, dude, because that's how. What Trump- about Jack Dorsey, dude? What oh. the fuck? Oh, He's got an ego too, huh? Of course he does. I mean, dude, of course he does. I it's a, but go figure. I he, thought Mark Zuckerberg would would act like that. You know, dude. Yeah, I sort of got it. Almost seems like there's like a progression of Mark Zuckerberg that seems to want to go that like, yeah, it seems like it wants to go that way. But then all this, but then out of nowhere, Mark Zuckerberg kind of like comes back to reality. And he's like, okay, uh, let's go this way. You know, but but, he knocked all the right conservatives off. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a trip the way they do. I mean, those guys, like, fuck, but you can be part of an ISIS group. Hmm. Do they have that? On which one? On like like Facebook, you could type in, you know, you could you, ISIS has their own Facebook. You know, what uh, I mean? actually, here I can I can actually look that up right now. I don't know how how it work. I mean, the government will probably look at you, but isn't that how uh, a lot of ISIS members a well? See if you if but again, if you look up, if you're looking up like. ISIS militia or something. That's where you're going to get flagged. Oh, okay. Okay, my wife working in the porn business, dude, I can name um, many girls, you know, many girls who actually are, you know, or, or sorry, many girls actually have the name ISIS. ISIS was, actually, ISIS was, uh, if, I'm sure you, Damn. I mean, dude, if you're actually, um, if you're a fan of uh, um, Archer, mm-hmm. what was the original name of the building? I don't remember. ISIS. Uh, I, was it? The original name of the building was ISIS, and then they stopped. They took the name off of uh, out of the the whole entire series because ISIS started actually, you know, decapitating people during that time, and they were being very brutal towards women and towards our forces when they caught them. So they took ISIS off of there, and that was around the time when Mia Khalifa actually started getting death threats and uh, green lights put on her ISIS uh, militia members. Also, yeah, they're cleaning house right now. Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, they are. See, and you know, and and now look over. Everybody's here. saying, "Oh well, big tech just took over. They're they're eliminating our freedom of speech." 
It's like, no, they're not. They're all they're showing is like, dude, this is a bunch of bullshit. Playing playing devil's advocate. I I do this a lot on my podcast because mm-hmm. I I agree at, at some point. And me, like I said earlier, believe nothing you see half of what you hear. Compare we can let's compare it to BLM the riots we just happened right. Mm-hmm. We can compare it that it was seven months long. A lot of businesses were burnt down. A lot of places were looted. Mm-hmm. And you can compare it to the Patriots who stormed. And there's videos of them letting them in. And it, it was weird. Everything that happened is weird. But I feel that this is my this is my my view is we're being more punished than what we have seen the last seven months with with you know the loot the looting you sure. know blm and the protests and stuff mm-hmm. like that i mean that's that's my personal view you know it's like billions of dollars were lost places were burned down targets and everything was looted and like yeah we had deaths here i mean if we, we compare moral numbers or whatever you want to call it there's been there's a tolerance for it mm-hmm. right there's a tolerance for it yeah and being a patriot that tolerance goes w- way short because you know better. We are not trying to go back and fucking have a second revolution where we burn all the houses down and we do all that bullshit. We're, we're, we're trying to. So I can agree, like, they're making a big deal out of it because we got to be held at a higher standard mm-hmm. compared to Antifa and BLM. Well, look at it like this, too, though, because this is one thing I keep bringing up uh, with anyone else, like how you say, like, you know, buildings and all that. Okay, here's the thing buildings have insurance, buildings can be replaced. Black Americans have been fighting for their civil rights ever since the day that the emancipation, the emancipation proclamation was passed. Now, mind you, they never amended the 13th amendment. Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. But mind you, they never, they never um, got rid of the 13th amendment. Okay. And that's the part that needs to fucking change. And here's the thing. What's the 13th amendment? The 13th amendment, basically what it is, is that as individual citizens, uh, as individual citizens, like we cannot like you know own slaves, okay? We can't own slaves anymore. They are free. However, if you have a prison system, that's a different story. That's privatized. And when you have something like the uh, like the Thirteenth Amendment, basically, when they go into prison, I, think I saw a video of this on Netflix. Yeah, when when you go when they go into prison, then they're they go back to. They go back to the, the the days of Lincoln. That's what it turns into. They're allowed to be slaves. That's when they become state slaves. You know, making uh, license plates. The what? License plates. Oh, making license plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I don't even know if they do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we. Don't I'm not too mean. sure if they do that anymore, but uh, I know they do like woodshop stuff. When it comes to when it comes to the Black Lives Matter thing, and here's the thing. They again, it's a, it. No one can compare. Because everyone wants to say, like, oh, you see, but, like, you know, the whole thing is here. It's like, look, when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, they're still fighting for their civil rights to this day. To this day. They are, and here's the thing. Now, when it comes to the people who are like, hey, well, don't believe the media. Okay. Now here, you know, kind of like going back, you know, with you, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, look at it from their point of view. Don't believe the media. Okay. Let's not believe the media. They're looking down there at the Black Lives Matter movement. They're like, oh, see, they're causing riots. They're doing all this shit. And duh, duh. They're, you know, they're attacking police officers. Well, yeah, they're fucking pissed. They're, fight, they're fighting for their fucking... Hey, George Floyd, that was fucked up. That was beyond fucked up. You know how many arrests happened during that I time? I don't care. I heard a story. I've oh seen my God. videos. And 
that I, I heard all the background. He it was doesn't murdered. Matter. He was fucking murdered. He was fucking murdered. On, on, like out in the open. But here's but here's the thing though. But you see what that but you see what happened though? You saw it yourself. He burned the city down. You saw you saw no no, you saw people over on this side saying, Well, he was obviously doing something wrong. There was cocaine a bag next to him and all that. And I'm over here like the rest with, with the BLM. He should work at the same strip club as the officer who need him and they're fucking the same girlfriend. Oh, I see, mean, I heard everything. Yeah, I, I that, heard everything. That dude. one's out. That one's out. It doesn't matter. You just look at the but, film. You go, hey, the dude fucking murdered the guy. Yeah. But the whole thing is here is when you look at George Floyd, see that you already saw it, though. People on the, the right side of like law enforcement, like, hey, law enforcement. Yeah, we're on their side. Obviously, he was doing something wrong. He had it coming to him. That's what's on their side over here where it's like, dude, we can easily see what's going on. Yeah. The cop has him underneath his knees with over 100 pounds on his neck. That is fucking murder. That is straight fucking murder. It's like, dude, it doesn't take rocket science to see what's happening there. But that has been going on with the black with the black American community for years, hundreds of years. I mean, and just if you want to. um. If there's actually something you want to check out, the reason why we have a police force to this day is because the police force was is because they made a slave force when they were first freed because they didn't know what they were going to do. So that's where you had a bunch of lynch and that's where all the lynchings came from and all mm-hmm. the fucking just random murders. It's like, well, who cares? You know, it's you know, they're just a black slave. But that's why the police force exists to this day. It all started with that. And then it branched out and went even further. And that's why when... when there's pe- a bloodline with the cops. Uh, well... That's why there's a TV show called I think, I think uh, there's Blood a, Blue or something like that. Or Bleeding Blue, yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah, camaraderie and all that. But either way, that shows you how deep systematic racism really goes, though. Because they don't know any better. This is the way oh, they For years, trained. my homies tried to be firefighters, and they couldn't because they're a different race. Yeah. They're all hiring big white dudes, dude. Yeah. Big old Viking... Dudes. Yeah, and the difference is here. We- and they had to make laws to uh, allow other races to. So now you're seeing a little bit of Tustin PD, for example. Mm-hmm. One time they were there. There was a crackhead. He was smoking crack, and I was picking up Michaels. It was behind Michaels, and Michaels yeah, yeah. they called the cops, and this guy had a big old bong. It was two cars that showed up. There was two chicks that came out. Mm-hmm. I thought I was in a scene, dude, from Pornhub. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it. <laughs> the door was open. I was like, out of my uniform on. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this would be a good scene. <laughs> oh yeah, that would. I get. I and I can uh, attest to that one. <laughs> but, but basically, I mean, just like to wrap up this part really quick. It's just the whole thing is these people have been fighting for their rights for so long. They have been they have been murdered in the streets by cops. They have been abused by cops on in more ways than we'll never understand. Mm-hmm. You know, especially someone like me being white. You know, it's like, dude, yeah, when you look at people over here who are saying you don't have to wake up every morning and tell your son because of the color of your skin, if a cop pulls you over, you know, be ready. You know, if you have to run, you have to run because they'll they will kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been going on for years. And yet people are saying, well, you know, the writing over here. First of all, the writing only only was seven percent of what was actually going on with the movement nationwide. Only seven percent. That's nothing on top of that. When this was going on, the message got lost altogether because 3% of the media was keeping track on what they could of the 7% of the riots that were going on in the first place, which made it seem like there were riots all over the place. But no one ever bothered to look like, hey, 
yes, there there is going to be you know, eruption in these part in parts of like these towns because these people have gone through this shit. Now, you take that, okay? I'm behind them. I understand that, okay? Now, you take the people over here on the right who just tried to overtake our Capitol building. Okay, first of all, these people have nothing to fear from the cops. They are a bunch of self-titled, selfish fucking Americans. There's videos of cops letting them in. Letting them, letting in. them in. Like letting it's a them museum. In. Like, come on in. Yeah. When was was the, that a setup? Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. You know... You, the, the people on on you know, on the red side are like, hey, well, look at the BLM. They're so bad. It's like, well, here's the thing. You're going to tell me that Trump put all of those fucking people on the Capitol building during the BLM, just like just the protest, not even a march, just a protest in front of the Capitol building. He sent the almost the entire, I think it was either the National Guard or the, National Guard or the Be before um, when they had black men as a protest. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Had the you National saw all those Guard. people, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see that. And then you saw what happened there. These cops just move right out of the way. As I told people on my, on my podcast that you heard, it's like, dude, if this was BLM, they there would be bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah. There would be bodies everywhere. If so it was what a, does that mean? The cops are letting is is that they're part of it? No, because or they, be, they don't care. Be, no, because the cops are just like, well, they're white folk. What what bad could they do? I mean, dude, seriously, that's what it is. They have nothing to fear from the cops, and the cops for the most part here are like, no, we're for patriotism. You know, but it's like, dude. Then I look at the cops. It's like, okay, either you guys are Trump supporters or you guys don't know your fucking constitution very well. And you guys should have known that shit. And, and not to mention the fact, this is the fucking state capitol. If it it's was, like, dude, if there it was is secret. BLM or if it was Antifa. All would have been dead. It, all would have been dead. All would have been fucking dead. And what do you have on the right? That wasn't us. That was Antifa in disguise. Yeah. Oh, and, it's, and here's the part where I say, Antifa in disguise. Hmm. Kind of sounds familiar when uh, the same people who looked like they were disguised were smashing the windows of private businesses of private businesses during Black Lives Matter fucking protests. And they and multiple, even the, the, the Boogaloo Boys and the Proud Boys all admitted that they were part of the of people uh, also. How disgusting. But they were a part of the same people who started bashing private businesses and then blaming it on Antifa, which is not an even. It, it's not even a fucking group. It's it an idea, back. and it's actually just. A, but the people who go out there and say, "Hey, we're Antifa," it's like, dude, that's on you guys. What you about know? Chaz? But, Chaz what? Chaz Oregon. Oh, Remember they took yeah. over the whole fucking city, dude. Yeah, yeah. But hey, what was know? that all about? That one, dude. Honestly, see again, that's what happens when. First of all, Oregon is like one of the most liberal places I believe you could they actually used to live. Legalize all the drugs. Yeah, it's like one of the most liberal places that you could actually live. But when I heard that they did that. I was like, huh, um, that's interesting. But it, but it also reminded me a lot of the uh, the Occupy movement, you know, that we had during uh, uh, m- fucking many years back. Uh, but they call them, you know, the the uh, the Occupoops, you know, th- mm-hmm. those people. It reminded me a lot of that. It's like, okay, so you guys took over a city. Okay, what's your plan from here? You know, so it's like. I dig what, bad. Yeah, so I'm just like, I dig what you guys are doing, but w- what was your plan out of all this? I mean, were you trying to, like, make – a, you know, like a new utopia to help like with what oh, they weren't ready, you know, it's like, dude, you know, but again, see, but I, and this is why I say they're I, able to do that. Yeah. But you see, but that's why I say that's why I'm always in the middle because see, they were allowed to do that and they got away with it. And it's like, well, that doesn't really set good examples here. You guys, because now look what happened at the Capitol mm-hmm. building. Same fucking thing, you know? So it's like, guys, we need to come to a point to understand. Look, facial recognition yes. is real. Like, oh yeah. How stupid can you be, dude? Dude, the, said, dude, that's the best part. Like, dude, not just that. There are there are multiple people who've already been arrested because like, hey, I'm so-and-so from Arkansas. Oh, God, it's like, dude. are you guys literally that stupid? You made it so – dude, and before I came here, check this out. Mm-hmm. And to the uh, to your listeners, uh, this came out right before I actually got here. 
you know of Parler, right? That that uh that that like right wing Twitter uh, website. Uh, I heard about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, most of the Trump uh, Trump supporters went to Parler, and that's yeah. it's basically a Republican or just a right winged uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. They have uh, there's people on Twitter who actually make accounts on there, and I'm actually going to be doing the same thing now. Mm-hmm. But um, they make Twitter accounts on there, or they make they're their racist, own. racist, huh? Oh, dude, they're beyond racist, <laughs> beyond. But dude, but uh, but the people from Twitter, they follow these people on there, and they just like get information to like actually report them on. Someone actually drafted up a fake, um, a, some, I, I believe it was something from a fake account uh, from I don't know if it was from Trump or someone in the White House, or uh, but uh, uh, but they said. Trump is going to be giving pardons within a week to those who are at the Capitol building. If you feel that you deserve a pardon, tell us what you, uh, why you feel that way, what crime you did, give us details of where you were. And the person got, I, I forget how many people that she'd already gotten on there to sign everything, but she mm-hmm. sent it to the FBI. It's like, damn, that's how stupid these people are. It's like, guys, the Republicans don't fucking care about you. Democrats don't have balls. I get it. But guys, we got to meet somewhere and, and actually come back to reality here. Like, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, they, I mean, look at that. They shout so much about big tech. And it's like, dude, big tech just fucking owned your ass because you guys were being idiots. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. I mean, dude, I can go on for days about that shit. But it's like, dude, I'm sorry. I mean, the, the people who stormed the guy who stormed the place, like, I'm sorry, man. But, um. You guys have you guys are white privileged fucks and you're storming into a place that has our secrets. What if there was someone in the crowd who actually wanted to gain intelligence and sell it to a fucking to another country? I mean, dude, there are there are secrets that those fucking senators and Congress people have. That's dangerous. I mean, I'll take a Black Lives riot over their civil rights and businesses being broken down. Any fucking day over this shit. Co- what do they got? Like fucking rockets and shit. Like they got. Oh no, I mean, dude. What, I mean, dude. What kind of stuff that that can harm us? I mean, oh, dude, they're they, politicians. Not, they're dude, all they about not, making laws and. They have all this. Well, dude, they have all the information. National security to to that the Defense Department. They have all that information because you know they you know there's military law, then there's regular civilian law. So I mean, they have to keep up with everything that's going on. And like, dude, yeah, we have files in that place. There's that things are in the news they don't tell us about. Like no, of immig- course not. Immigration, oh, no. immigrants come in, they get, they have a fucking bomb. And I mean, those shows, they show us on TV are See, real. And well, I mean that could happen, but when was the last time that happened? I mean that's something that I mean they're not going to tell us. Well, see, they I, have secret information in the computer. I mean it it could be, but that's something that's very minor compared to like you know like a nine eleven happening or riots or whatever. That's something that's pretty minor. Now if it was like a bomb they carried over and they had like radiation in it, it's like, ooh, okay, we need to keep an eye on that one, you know. But other than that, it's like I'm not going to really worry too much about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, more people have actually crossed the border now with Trump in office than there was Obama. Obama locked up more illegal immigrants than any other president. Yet people mm-hmm. say that he didn't do shit. I was like, oh, what? drugs are getting pumped in left and right, dude. We're, we're f- the what? Drugs? We've been getting oh, pumped f- in left and right. Oh fuck yeah! That wall ain't can help anybody. It's just a waste of money. Oh, f- well, hey, and that's why Oregon is doing it right. Cause like, shit, dude, you legalize everything, you take the drug cartel out of the business. It's just weird though, man. Cause on my route, there it, we call them. Sc- Scante Warriors. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I know all the names. And <laughs> they're everywhere. Like, I had a trailer I left behind the UPS store and had to finish my deliveries. And I went to go pick it up. And they're they're right there. Get ready to knock it open and take everything. Mm-hmm. 
it seems to have grown in over the last few years. I mean, what do we, what do, what can we do to, I mean, your opinion, right? Mm. What can we do to stop this? You know, <laughs> the drug, drug addiction, drug overdose, drug deaths are skyrocketing. We could both agree on that. Oh, sure. And yeah. obviously Trump didn't do his job. He made it worse. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Um, you know, dude, the thing is, man, I don't even know if I have the answer to that. I mean, I can probably give, I can give many different, you know. I mean, these are things, questions I ask but, a lot to myself too. But you though. know, but but the I one ask thing, these questions to myself too, though. The the one thing that I I can say that would maybe be a beginning is that at some point our anger is going to die down. At some point, our anger is going to be a little bit more manageable because right now we are pissed. Everyone's mm. fucking pissed. Everyone's divided. When it gets to the point to where it's manageable and it's, you know, to the point to where we can have a, like, to where we can have a conversation like this, you know, say if you, we were polar opposites, yeah, we yeah. have to get to that point again to that way. So that way it's like, guys, just because who we voted for in the other elections, you know, that, do, that doesn't make us who we are. But right now we're in a we're, we're in a, labeling us that yeah though. see but but that's the thing but we're in a but we're in a spot r- right now because that's what we're doing and we're looking at all that and yeah dude we're pissed and there's a lot of disgusting shit we found out about our fellow Americans it's fucking disgusting yeah very disgusting but you know the whole thing is though is that we have to come to some type of happy medium because if we don't then. We're, we're not going to be living. You know, we, like as I tell everyone on my podcast, dude, we are one pe- presidential election away from losing our democracy. Mm-hmm. If a Republican, if the Republicans that are in the say right we're now, heading that way, no, we are, dude. We we are one presidential election away from losing our democracy if we don't get this right right now. And that's why I made my podcast because I do know. Even I mean, you'll even hear it on my podcast if you go back to my other uh, my other episodes mm-hmm. on there. It's like, dude, even if I get something wrong. I mean, I do my podcast once a week, you know, but dude, I'll come on the next episode and be like, oh shit, you know what? Fucking A, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, my bad, totally got that no, wrong. I Let's go you, from there. I ask you a lot of questions because uh, I want to learn. I want to I want to see the other side of what you see. And mm-hmm. it has not. It has nothing to do, like, like for me, I was raised a certain way. If you listen to my past podcast, I was yeah, raised yeah. a certain way. I, I raised it. Man, I think we talked about this before. Yeah. I've seen that side. And now I'm learning to... When I meet people, see their side. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm tired of being. Pe- I'm tired of being angry. Same you know, here. me and my lady, she get we get arguments or whatever. Oh over yeah. the kids or whatever. I'm tired. I just I, there's no more arguing. I said there's there's no more. We're all in this together. Yeah. You know we we, we got to keep moving forward. And my podcast is about positivity mm-hmm. and and getting through this, man. And I'm glad you've been on this podcast, man. I want you back for sure, man. What can you tell the people? What to expect in the next six months? With this new change of regime, people call it. In the next six months, from what I'm seeing right now, um, I think Biden is a little bit too optimistic. However, the, the Republicans that have been in uh, the Senate for a good minute, I mean, they, uh, they've, uh, they've, they've done work with Biden before. You know, I mean, he's been there for many years. Um, but I think right now Biden is a little bit too optimistic. The new uh, attorney general, I'm very happy with. Um, uh, Merrick Garland, and that's the guy who uh, Obama wanted to put on as a um, as a Supreme Court uh, justice, but Mitch McConnell blocked him. Now that guy is going to be Attorney General, and I have no doubt that that guy is going to do a full sweep and clear of everything that's going on right now. And we are going to get to the bottom of this and find out what the hell was going on. Is the media bias? 
is the media bias? Of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah, that's why people, I mean, dude, if it's like, that's inevitable. I mean, it's like, if you want to go back to a time to where the media wasn't biased, Look up old look up old TV um, recordings of of Walter Cronkite. Go back to him. You want to see a, what a media used to be and what it, I honestly, in my in my honest opinion, should still be Walter Cronkite. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, do I even I even look at myself? Uh, I wish I can go that direction, but it's just like yo, I'm full of so many opinions, and I get sucked into it, and I'm and that pretty much almost makes me no different than they are. But I like to have a little more of an open mind and speak my, how, what I'm feeling about what they're saying. Uh, if there is anyone out there who actually is a fan of Walter Cronkite, I would encourage you to look up the podcast Buzz Burbank. Uh, Buzz Burbank, uh, he's been in radio for many, many years, and that guy is the only man or any any uh, podcaster or even anyone on radio who could actually do, you know, just give you the information completely unbiased. Like, look here, take it. That's what it is. You know, and you just you can't help but get sucked in. I'd rather hear that than a bunch of opinions. I'm also stuck in that. I'm also one of the ones who's stuck in that because I have so much to say. That's my vice, I guess. I I mean, we're going to have a rough four years, dude. There, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a rough four years. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything that this attempted coup has shown, it's that even if Trump is out of office, these people are going to still follow him and they're not going to care. It's going to be very similar to how it was when we, when we, um, our army or when our military overthrew Saddam Hussein and all his followers went with him. And then look what happened. You had a bunch of insurgents popping up all over the place, suicide bombers, all that. Don't be surprised. I I don't want to see that shit. Well, see, that's the thing. Third world country. But that's what happens when you have an authoritarian. They were mad. They're like, you stormed the Capitol. Like you made it look all easy. Like ISIS could get it. I mean, they're doing the job. Imagine if they didn't, somebody, Pull a suitcase with a nuke in it. Yeah, dude, they nuke the whole goddamn capital, dude. It's like, dude, they're do- they're doing the work for them, and they're just sitting back licking their chops. Like, damn, really? This easy? I will say this though to your supporters: when the transition does happen and Biden gets into office, be on uh, be on alert, because um, during the, you know that's the reason why we had nine eleven because you know uh, Bush uh, Bush v Gore. I mean, they completely stalled everything on the transition, and then you know, our military wasn't up to par. Everyone wasn't up to date. And fucking 9-11 happened, you know? So that's the same thing can happen here. If we're, you know, if we're vulnerable, they will, our enemies will do what they want to do. But mm-hmm. I honestly think that Russia has already done the job for them and by getting to It's tr- a different type of warfare now. We don't need to- Dude, this is, literally, this is almost psychological warfare. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it really is that because, I mean, dude, anyone who wants to say that Russia had, had no involvement in this, I'm sorry, you, you guys- Need to look Isn't up. Isn't his wife Russian? Who's uh, Trump's, Trump's wife? No, uh, no, Trump. Uh, her, oh my God, um, Melania's from um, Croatia. Oh my God! Actually, I don't want to say because I'm I I'm Yugoslavia. not too sure. No, no, not no, not in Yugoslavia. Ah, fuck! I actually She's, don't know. Uh, you know who you could actually look up um, is um, uh, who was it? Either John Oliver or uh, I no, I think it was John Oliver uh, who actually did a report on it on uh, on the uh, he actually went and interviewed the people living in her town and how they felt about her and they were like all happy and everything like that. Yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, I, I, but it, yeah, all I know is I mean, the, all I know is the woman speaks pretty much like you know four languages and 
I, I still laugh. She's like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, be best. I'm, I'm, I want people to uh, stop online bullying. It's like, lady, learn to tell your husband to shut up first, and then we'll start listening to you. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, you got you fucking kidding me. <laughs> it's like, I'll give you an A for effort, Melania. <laughs> Once again, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We, we went over our mark, which I figured we would. Oh, yeah. Tell the people how they can get a hold of you. All right, so um, if you guys want to look me up on Instagram, you can look me up. Um, the uh, handle is uh, at porno parcel. It's P O R underscore, and then it goes from there every three every uh, three <laughs> fucking letters. But yeah, just look up porno parcel. If you guys uh, want to check out my podcast, it's available on Spotify, uh, Apple Music. Or sorry, uh, Apple Podcast. It's called um, Eat the Rich, and that's uh, hosted by R.J. Ryan. Because remember, there's three, uh, there, or sorry, there's two other uh, Eat the Rich podcast sites. Uh, so I'm still trying to figure out what's going on here. But just yeah, look, just look up hosted by R.J. Ryan, Eat the Rich, and you'll find me. If you guys want to uh, uh, see my wife's work, I know we didn't touch on. Well, we did the last one; it was kind of fuzzy. But my wife's name is. Uh, uh, you can find her on Pornhub at Kiki J. That's K I K K I J A Y. She's in right now. She's in the top 800 on Pornhub and she's in the top 10 right now on OnlyFans. And if you want to look her up on OnlyFans, it's the same thing. K-I-K-K-I-J-A-Y. Kiki J. If you guys want to look at my band Fatal Prophecy, just uh, look us up at Fatal Prophecy on Instagram, uh, Fatal Prophecy on Facebook. We're going to be having a new album coming out, hopefully, we hope uh, by mid-February, but we'll see with the way um, COVID's going at this point. But you can find our music on Pretty much anywhere you get your um, your music from, Spotify, Apple Podcast or Apple Music, iHeartRadio, uh, yeah, um, you can pretty much find us anywhere except for Pandora at the moment. But um, yeah, I, I think that's about everything I had right there. I'm pretty. Well, sure. it's all good, man. You but, won't um, be. Wait, oh, oh, actually, you know, if you guys uh, if you guys want to check out the other podcast I was on, uh, look up All in the Delivery. That's uh, how I found you. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys want to check out the other podcast I was on, I believe it's episode 17 or 18. But it'll yeah, just it'll just say porno on it. So yeah, check me out on that podcast. Yeah, also. he talks about his past and being a fourth generation UPSer. We kind of just picked up uh, where we left off. Yeah, where we left off. Dude. Yeah. So, so that's basically. So yeah, you was. Want to see the back? You could yeah, go back. You, that's you, why I say in part two. Yeah, if you if you want if you want the full feel of like uh, of who you are. Yeah, you're and, gonna be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, be, be, me being in the porn in the porn industry and my wife being you know being married to a porn star and all that. I mean, we we t- we brushed on it pretty decently here. Um, I got a little bit more in, a little bit more in depth with it on uh, all, uh, all in the delivery podcast, but nonetheless, it's uh, uh, plenty fun to listen to. I got I got a lot of fucking stories. Yeah, once again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. I thank want to thank you. all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to listen to my podcast. I'm sorry I missed the podcast last week. And sorry, and sorry to my uh, my people too because I, yeah. I missed one also. Yeah, but uh, it's okay, man. We're here. We got you here, and I'm I'm happy. And I can't wait to see you once again, man. But once again, welcome to the Raider Saint Podcast, my listeners from around the world. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. All right, peace. Later.